You're listening to the Habitology Podcast with Melanie White, and today's episode is called Running a Business in Stressful Times. I want to ask you a question. There's lots of stuff going on right now, and I want to know, how are you showing up in your business? This episode describes three levels of resilience And it helps you to get clarity on what to do at the level that you're at in your business so that you can stay on track with things at stressful times. Let's start by saying that everyone responds differently to external pressures. And the way that you personally respond depends on your personality, the way that you're wired, your conditioning, your thought processes, your personal circumstances. That makes sense, right? But at the core of things, remember that stress starts in your mind. It's your perception or thoughts about the things going on around you, the things that you can't control, that determine how resilient you are. Resilience simply means that you have resources and the capacity to cope with what's going on around you. And so if you think about the people you know right now in this stressful time with COVID virus everywhere, Some people are coping really well and some people aren't. And when your resilience is low, it affects your ability to make decisions. It causes a bit of foggy thinking. You can't get clear on stuff and it's hard to be fully present with your clients. All of those things are obviously important when you run a relationship-based business like coaching. It's different if you're sitting behind a computer selling online courses or widgets. But when you have to show up and be present and hold space for people, it's a totally different ballgame. And really, right now, you need to get clear on how resilient or stressed you're feeling so that you can figure out what to do with your business and how to run your business in stressful times. I want to propose that most of you running a business, a coaching business, are going to fit into one of three categories. I want to talk you through these categories and then describe some approaches for each of them to keep your business going. So see if you can identify yourself in one of these three categories. Category one is that you're a person who feels resilient. Right now, you're seeing the opportunities to be of service. You're feeling ready, willing, and able to reach out and to help others. You're so excited about bringing your skills to the table. If you're in this category, it might be that you have fewer external pressures than other people. Maybe you don't have financial stress, or maybe you're more extroverted, or Maybe you've done a lot of your own coaching around beliefs and behaviours, a lot of your own internal work. But in any case, whatever the situation, you're somebody that has more resilience right now and you're better able to cope with stressful times. In the second category, we have people who are feeling fearful or overwhelmed. You're really in that fight and flight mode. You're seeing a lot of roadblocks and maybe you're feeling unable to cope with the responsibilities of both business and life. If you're in this category, then you're having or potentially facing more challenging circumstances. Maybe you're a bit more on the introverted side and a bit wide for anxiety, like I am. 
Or maybe you're yet to master the skills of emotional balance. You haven't done a lot of self-coaching or had much coaching yourself or don't have those skills to be able to cope with challenging times. So if you're in this group, then it's unlikely that you have enough resilience to cope right now and to run your business effectively. And then there's category three, and I want to call this the push-pull or the start-stop category. You're someone that's really wanting to help. You're seeing some opportunities to bring your skills into the world and to truly help people, but you're easily overwhelmed. If you're in this group, you're probably okay at managing internal and external pressures, but you're close to capacity. Maybe you have a lot on your plate. Maybe you have some skills around maintaining emotional balance and some level of stability in your life. But what this means is that sometimes you feel resilient and able to cope, but you can easily fall back into overwhelm and fear and anxiety. In other words, if you're in this third category, you're a bit of both of the other two and your resilience is somewhat inconsistent. These are generalizations, but I just wanted to be clear that probably most people are going to be going in one of these directions. And the purpose of me creating these categories is for you to help to identify yourself so that you can make rational decisions about what to do next in your business. So think about right now, which of those categories you fall into. Are you feeling resilient and totally pretty much cool with everything? Or Number two, are you feeling fearful and overwhelmed and all you can see is roadblocks and pressure? Or are you category three, somewhere in the middle, wanting to help and wanting to put yourself out there, but easily overwhelmed and falling back into that fear-based mentality? Now that you've identified yourself in one of those three areas, whichever is most appropriate, let's look at some approaches that you can take to run your business effectively in stressful times like these. When everything has been thrown on its head, when our schedules have been totally disrupted and when the life that we knew is pretty different than what it used to be. Let's first talk about the people in category one, more likely to be the extroverts, the people who have some stability and are feeling ready to get out and help others. If this is you, seize the day. There are people who desperately need help with their thinking habits and their doing habits right now. And despite these stressful times, you're best positioned to help others and to continue running your business or even expanding it to make a difference in the world. If you're in category one and you're ready and willing and able to help people, then you could offer services that are going to help other people to do one of five things. Maybe you're going to help people to get some respite. So think about things like online retreats or those sorts of things where you can get people into communities or groups and help them to just get away from their day-to-day and get some of their own headspace back. That's one idea. Maybe you could offer services that help people to cope better. So maybe it's to do with planning and strategies. Once again, this could be a community environment, which is really badly needed right now, or it could be in a one-to-one scenario. So planning and strategies to help creating timetables and structures at home, that sort of thing. Maybe you offer a service that's going to help people like you, people who are 
feeling fairly positive but still perhaps need some help to maintain their positive habits. And so maybe you'll do some work around visions and goal setting or creating an accountability group, something like that. Maybe you can help others to develop new habits or routines. So these are people that are feeling fairly resilient, but they see this as an opportunity to improve their self-care or their own particular health habits. And so in that case, you could offer a challenge of some sort or some sort of a program. I know someone right now who's a personal trainer offering online PT sessions, which is a fantastic idea for people who love going to the gym and can't get there and they still want to exercise at home. So that's a great example of helping people to develop new habits or routines or even to maintain positive habits. And in this category, really, if you are working with more resilient people, if that's your audience, you want to help them to do more of that so that they can make a bigger difference to the people around them and and so that your clients can help their immediate circles. So maybe you could offer a fifth type of service that would help people to create more joy, fun and freedom. So think about uplifting classes or events, things that are a little bit fun or unusual, but will tap into the principles of positive psychology. So I just recapped five different types of services. I'm just brainstorming some ideas. Maybe you have your own. What could you do that could help people to get respite, cope better, maintain what they're doing develop new habits or routines, or create more joy, fun, and freedom. Now, remember that if you are in this first category, showing up for others in stressful times is going to take your time, your energy, and it's going to require some effective planning. Maybe you're used to being in a face-to-face environment and you're having to switch online. So think about all of those things about what you need to put into your business and how much energy and time you have and what you need to do to maintain your own well-being. You may tend to attract clients who have similar resilience to you, but also be mindful of others who are struggling. They might have less capacity to cope with higher energy activities, or they may be reticent to share information in a group setting. So please be aware that Some of your clients are going to really love the group fun, uplifting stuff, but others are going to need uh, quieter, more private sorts of services from you. Now, let's talk about the people who are in category two. These are the people who are struggling in business. They're barely keeping up with things in life and they're really in fight or flight. Your primary concern right now is your own well-being, your own stability and your loved ones. In stressful times, you probably have limited capacity to truly be of service to your clients because you're barely making it through yourself. You're in survival mode. And if that's you, I'm going to suggest that you define a period, maybe two to six months, but pick a specific amount of time where you're going to focus on your own physical and mental well-being. And during that time, you may do one of four things. You might close your business temporarily, for example, just blocking out your calendar so no one can book you, cancelling all your classes, or you could subcontract your existing responsibilities to another coach so that they can continue to service your clients on your behalf. You could reduce your activities to a minimum, for example, working with a few select clients or just doing a little bit of marketing, not much. 
and you could consider Centrelink or other options for financial support if you need them. And you might like to investigate business offsets, grants, tax credits, hardship payments and those sorts of things. Those things are sometimes available. Remember also that if you are going to reduce or close your business temporarily, as a business owner, you may have legal obligations to your clients, such as a written agreement to coach out their contract by a certain date, or you may need to refund them, you may need to put their payments on hold or suspend their memberships. So you'll need to think about what's involved with reducing or pausing your business. And of course, there's also the common courtesy of emailing your clients to say, hey, I need to take some time off and I want to let you know what's going to happen with my services to you in the meantime. And so maybe there's nothing that's going to change for them or maybe you're going to continue your newsletters or maybe you're going to schedule social media posts. Maybe there's going to be podcasts or you're going to have a VA to do some tasks for you. Maybe they won't hear from you at all. Just make sure that you tell your clients how they can stay connected with you and when you're going to be back in touch with them if you're planning on pressing pause. The thing is, if you're highly stressed right now, then it's likely that you're going to be in decision fatigue. You're going to find it hard to get clarity in thinking and to make rational decisions. So you might find it worthwhile to discuss a strategy and a plan with a business coach or a mentor to help you to develop a clear step-by-step process for going forward. It can really help to offload your concerns and to just get a second pair of eyes on things and to make rational decisions in that way. What about if you're in category three, (laughs) the push-pull category, the start-stop category? Your biggest priority, I believe, is going to be emotional balance. And I say that because you're probably feeling really motivated to make offers in the heat of the moment or to be super responsive to clients who ask for help. But then you might realize that you lack the energy or capacity to follow through with an appropriate level of service. And in that case, it means you're going to show up and potentially not be as good as you could or under deliver. And so if this is you, I think your best approach is going to be to create a clear schedule of work and non-work activities and to stick to it. For example, a really robust weekly plan. And within that plan, you probably want to reduce the number of clients that you'll see each week and even set a maximum number of sessions per day that you think you can handle appropriately and deliver good service in. I invite you also to get into the habit of pausing and reflecting on your capacity when someone asks for help rather than just responding with a yes. Start watching your thoughts and just say the word stop. (laughs) Allow yourself thinking time. Can I honestly cope with this right now? And if so, what does that look like? I also invite you to do the same thing, to pause and reflect on your capacity when you get this impulse to offer help or to run an event, rather than just rushing into action and then thinking, oh no, what have I gotten myself into? If this sounds familiar to you right now, pay attention, you're in category three. So please take your foot off the pedal a little bit, make some rational decisions and create a plan and get really clear on what you will and won't do. 
Invite yourself to stop and reflect before you act. I also highly recommend that you automate your marketing activities so that there's a bit less pressure to do that day-to-day stuff and maybe to pick the thing that you really love to do in your business and focus on that as a priority. For the third group, I want to say that a successful business is consistent. It doesn't matter whether it's a stressful time or any regular time or any other year, successful businesses are consistent in how they show up and they under-promise and over-deliver in value, not the other way around. So if you're in that third group and you are running your business in fits and starts, it could cause damage to your reputation. It could send a message that you're not reliable and may not be trustworthy or you may not be able to follow through when you need it. So you're better off to dial down your activities and be consistent with doing less rather than to be all or nothing. So let's sum up what we've covered today. It's been quite a lot, but I hope this has been useful. I want to start the summing up of this session by saying those of us who serve others can really fall into the trap of overhelping, overcommitting, or overextending ourselves and burning out at the best of times, let alone in stressful times. The most important thing for us all as individuals, as coaches running our own businesses, is to check in with ourselves every day and reflect on how we're holding up, what our capacity is, and to maintain our own physical and mental well-being habits. We must do this to meet our own needs and therefore to have the capacity to serve others as professionals. And the most important thing for any business in good times and hard times is to be consistent because consistency builds a sense of trust, reliability and professionalism. So in times of stress, I encourage you to reflect on your resilience and to make a decision as to what your business approach is going to be. Decide how long you're going to do this for. Will it be three months, four months, one month? And then take the appropriate actions that you've decided will be best for you and your business. Of course, you can revise your plan at any time as things change in the outside world, but definitely at the end of your defined time period, I want you to get really clear on how you're feeling, check in with how you went over that time period and decide what you'll do next. You may need to create another plan for the next two or three months going forward. If you need support with your business in stressful times, reach out and ask for help. You can email me on melanie at melaniejwhite.com if you need support. And I'm going to put a link to some resources in the notes for this session that may help. Thanks for listening, everyone. I love being here with you every week. And I truly believe that you're in the business that's best positioned to help so many others, as long as you're feeling good about your own resilience. Take care, stay well and stay safe. And I look forward to seeing you soon.